You're listening to a VC short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. These are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. Well, if you've ever listened to this podcast and thought to yourself, what's that word? Well, this is the right episode for you. I've had some listeners ask me that question enough times that I kind of thought to myself, I should probably do some VC shorts where I try to help answer that question a little bit. And that's what I'm doing here today. The word for today is syncretism. Now, syncretism is when essential elements from two different religions are combined together into one religion. So two things that normally don't mix together rolled up into a new religion in a new way. Now, the word syncretism is not a word that's found in the Bible, but it is a useful word to describe what happens in some places in the Bible. So it's kind of a handle for us to hold on to. Are you surprised to hear that the people in the Bible struggled to worship God the way they were supposed to worship him? Hopefully not. We have some direct evidence from this, like in places like in Joshua 24, 14, where the people or God are being encouraged to do the right thing. And this is what Joshua 24, 14 says. Now, therefore, revere the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness, put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Joshua at one time is telling us two different things. One, that the Lord worship was among them already. Two, they also were worshiping the old gods of Egypt. And, of course, finally, he's encouraging them that they ought to do the right thing, which is serve only the Lord and not the gods of Egypt at all. That's avoidance of syncretism. Put the syncretism away and worship the one true God. They had been having a problem with that, but he was encouraging them to stop that problem. That the Old Testament church struggled with syncretism really isn't a surprise. That's exactly what the Bible said happened. I had a friend one time who was not a believer who excitedly came to my office at the university and told me, hey, did you know they've discovered that some ancient Israelites worshipped a fertility deity in addition to worshipping the God of the Bible? And of course I said, that's not a surprise, that's what the Bible said happened and that it was bad. And it was a surprise to her. She didn't know her Bible. Not a surprise to me. You see, 2 Kings 18.4, for instance, indicates that the people of God were worshiping Asherah, which was a fertility god, and they were using poles to do it. And in fact, they were worshiping the Asherah pole up against the bronze serpent that the Lord had given to them for their deliverance. So something God had given them, which is the bronze serpent, and this pole of Asherah, who was a pagan god. What was the result of that? Both of them were destroyed. That that bronze serpent wasn't meant to be worshipped. Certainly, Asherah and the Asherah pole were not meant to be worshipped. And this is the very picture of syncretism, that you would put these two essential elements together into one new third thing where it never belongs. It's not acceptable. It's not an acceptable practice in Christianity. Christianity is exclusive. I had another friend of mine when I was at university, uh, one of my fellow professors, and uh, he told the story of when he was a kid and his mother was very ill. He was raised in a pluralistic society, and as he was thinking about his mother that he was sure would die, 
he entered into multiple places of worship for multiple religions. So he went inside of a, a church, he went inside a Buddhist temple, he went inside a mosque, and so forth. And at each one of those, he prayed that God would save his mother and promised that he would worship uh, the different gods of each of those religions if his mother was saved. And of course, he would tell the story that she was. And as a result of that, to this day, if you go inside of his house, you'll see a tribute to each of those religions hanging in his house. And when I spoke with him, even though those religions will tell you that they don't have things in common with one another and are exclusivist, he nonetheless thought that he was wise enough to know how to put them all together. Syncretism is nothing less than a violation of God's command. The first commandment in the Ten Commandments is that we should have no other gods besides the one true God. And that's a commandment not just for then, but because it's part of the moral law is a command for us even to this day. Of course, you know what Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So Jesus claiming to be the exclusive way of salvation. There is no other. This isn't just an Old Testament problem. It's not even just a problem for the time of the Gospels. But even today, we as Christians often think that we can just take a little bit of Jesus and add it to whatever else our little sinful hearts wish to do. Sometimes we do this consciously, really thinking about it. Sometimes we just do it out of selfishness, or as Paul describes our idolatry as a form of covetousness. But this also is syncretism. Jesus doesn't want to be a little part of whatever else is going on in your life, whatever else you may desire or hold important. But Jesus requires that he be number one. So what I encourage you to do, brothers and sisters, is cut down these idols in your lives to put Christ first, and especially to avoid attempting to blend religions, as that is no way to find greater wisdom, but instead it's a way that pollutes the exclusive and the true religion we have from God on God alone. I hope this has been an encouragement to you as we learn about syncretism, and as you read your scriptures, no doubt you'll see examples along the way. Pray it's a blessing to you this day. You've been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour, a ministry of Radio ABC on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the Donate button. Don't forget to let them know in the comments that it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about anything in this or previous episodes, please write us at RadioABC993FM at gmail.com. That's RadioABC993FM at gmail.com. And we'll answer your question on a questions and answer episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your hearts. I have had some listeners ask me that question enough that I thought I would do some VC shorts that try to ha- ha- That was terrible.